The Sheila Zielinski Show, the only show to give you the truth behind the headlines, prophecy, and the deeper things of God. Now, here is your host, Sheila Zielinski. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Sheila Zielinski Show for this May 18th, 2017 edition. Thank you so very much for taking the time to tune into the program today. We have a great show. I'm going to bring my guest on right away. But before I do, I want you to stop what you're doing. I want you to jump on over to weekendvigilante.com, my website. After a couple seconds, a banner comes up. It says subscribe to my YouTube. Go do that right now. Why should you? Because I'm telling you, we have a fantastic contest. It is called the True Legends Grand Prize Giveaway May 18th to June 17th, if you go subscribe, well, guess what? Your name goes automatically in for a grand prize draw. That is the True Legends Grand Prize Getaway. It is fantastic. It includes a ticket for the event. I don't even know if there's tickets available. They're going hot. Airfare and hotel. Think about that for a sec. Airfare, ticket, and hotel. Hotel. Thanks to my friends over there at Travelwise for the hotel accommodation. So I'm really excited about this trip. It is amazing. You've got to get in on this. Go now. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Go to weekendvigilante.com. Wait a couple seconds. The banner will come up. You click on it. Get subscribed today and get your name on for that very exciting grand prize getaway. That is going to be like the event of the year, and you do not want to miss it. And it is a beautiful opportunity to meet people from your city, like-minded people from your area, make lifelong connections with people that seem like family, because guess what? They're like-minded Christians that are coming out to this event, and that you cannot put a price tag on. So that's a very exciting package. I want to win it. (laughs) Too bad I'm exempt, but... Do get your name for that. We're going to have some video coming out this summer. We're changing things up. I've got a new website launch. going to be doing some video towards summer, fall. Trying to get that all organized right now. It's a little more complicated than I thought. So God willing, move into some exciting new changes on the horizon. Well, speaking of exciting, I've got an exciting guest. I can't imagine anyone not knowing him. But for the new listeners who do not know this, Dave and I go way back. Years ago, I gave him... A pretty interesting nickname, as everyone knows, I give people nicknames. I gave him the handle, the instigator of the airwaves. And I'll tell you what, he has lived up to that name. It is my good friend, Dave Hodges, the common sense man from thecommonsenseshow.com. Dave Hodges, welcome back to the show, my friend. It has just been too long, sir. It's been a while, Sheila. It's been too long. and It's always good to be back with you. Well, you know what, Dave? I think it's time to get the pitchforks out myself here and take to the streets. Where do you even start with all this nonsense? The headlines? I mean, who can keep up with those? We're just really getting pummeled on all fronts, Dave. Every five seconds, there's another new headline. Is the Comey memo the end for Trump? Is this the final nail in Trump's coffin? I mean, it just goes on and on to the point of complete nausea. Memo this, memo that. Uh, where was the, the memo, by the way, on Loretta Lynch on the tarmac, by the way? We'll get into that later. But where I want to start is actually an article you wrote. What do Seth Rich, Comey, Podesta, Clinton, 
and Pedogate have in common. First of all, kudos for that incredible title. I want you to get into this article. What is happening with Pedogate? How much more can we really keep up with on all this here? Uh, more than we can keep up with, Sheila. As, as we were saying, as we were coming on air, you know, today's news is tomorrow's ancient history. Things are happening so fast. What's happening with regard to Pedogate or what used to be called Pizzagate is the fact that the deep state seems to have one thread in common. And of course, you know, for people who are new listening to us, the deep state is the group that survives from administration to administration that works within the government or the, the power behind the government, and they permeate and last 40, 50, 60 years. And so they have their own entrenched way of doing things. They've morphed into what we referred to 20 years ago as the shadow government. And now they have circumvented the entire democratic process where they own Congress, uh, they buy them off, they're behind the free trade agreements, and it seems like there's no stopping them. Trump has stepped in the quicksand up to his neck in his presidency. He does not control foreign policy or the military. He's doing a reasonably good job domestically. But this is all deep state initiated. But I have found a single thread in the deep state. In fact, I just finished a podcast about an hour ago in which I said, this is the kryptonite for the deep state. And what the kryptonite is, it's child sex trafficking. Now, they make their money in three primary ways across the planet. They, they do it legitimately, that's a fourth way, through business dealings and so forth. But there are three nefarious ways of making money, gun running, running drugs, and child sex trafficking. Bingo. And this is the thread that pulls all these people together. And if you want to untie the ribbon that will cause all these dominoes to start cascading on top of each other... It's child sex trafficking. There's no question. Comey is part of it. Clinton is a huge participant in it. They all are. Every single one of these nefarious people either protect the palace of child sex trafficking or they protect it and they are also participants in it. And I am taking the position that if we want to bring down the deep state, this is where the American people need to focus their attention. And Donald Trump already has, and I'm going to give you a statistic, Sheila, that I think a lot of people are totally unaware of. This has been a plan of Donald Trump. Dave Hodges did not think of this, let's attack pedophilia. Right. This was a Donald Trump game plan, just was unannounced. Actions speak louder than words. And here's what I mean. Within the first 28 days of his administration, Jeff Sessions, the attorney general, had already prosecuted 1,500 sex traffickers. Yep. Now, that didn't make the news. And these people are fairly powerful. And we're seeing the Jerry Sandusky dominoes fall now. The president of Penn State is now in prison. Sandusky's son is now in prison. And we're working our way up that thread. But the biggest thread of them all is Uma Abedin and Anthony Weiner. They hold the keys to the palace gate of child sex trafficking. As we know, Uma Abedin, for safekeeping, because she doesn't trust Hillary, got tapes, gave them to her husband, Anthony Weiner, the former disgraced congressman who's been proven to be a pervert, and he kept him on his server, and he has created dead man switches around the world. So if something happens to him, it'll be worse than WikiLeaks for the powers that be that would try to off them. And I'm getting clear indications 
from many sources and also circumstantially that Trump and Sessions are working towards making Abedin and Wiener turn states evidence. And I think Comey has been placed in this position as well, too. And this is why Comey has counterattacked with these false allegations against Trump that he tried to obstruct justice by directing Comey away from investigating Flynn in the early days of the Trump administration. Now, I want to say one thing about that allegation. All we have are Comey's written notes. Any idiot can sit down and construct notes on napkins or anywhere else. There is no collaboration. There are no witnesses. There are no records. Yet they're instituting a basically a precursor to an impeachment because of the, quote, obstruction of justice issue with Trump and also now throwing back in the Russians. So that, in a nutshell, Sheila, kind of a lengthy intro, but that's what I mean by what do they all have in common? They want your kids. They want to sodomize your kids. They want to use them in snuff films. They want to take them to Jeffrey Epstein's island on the Lolita Express. And after they're done sexualizing these children, then they want to put them in hunting parties and hunt them down and kill them. It's their blood sport. Well, it's funny. Doug Hagman actually said this, and I had to laugh, Dave, because, you know, he said, hey, listen, Reddit, 4chan, you think they expose pedophilia? Not a chance. Dave Hodges and Sheila were were talking about this seven years ago. So, I mean, Dave, we were talking about Sandusky Gate, Jimmy Savile Gate. I mean, you pick the, the Oklahoma kids going missing, the CPS connection. Yes. We have covered all of this extensively. And guess what it was, Dave? Crickets. Don't forget that Eric Prince at the NYPD was ready to make arrests in Anthony Weiner's case. And then it was confirmed that Hillary covered up Anthony Weiner's gross, disgusting pedophilia on his servers. Oh, and guess what? It was absolutely crickets chirping in the mainstream media. Oh, big surprise if fake news wouldn't touch child sex trafficking with a 10-foot pole. But guess what else they never talked about, Dave? How do 72 kids go missing and no one bats an eye. Where did those 72 kids go, Dave? Well, they were wards of the state, and they went missing. They were in institutionalized facilities run by the state of Oklahoma's version of CPS, and they just discovered at the end of a fiscal year, 72 kids are missing. Wait a minute. What happened when they weren't there for their bed check that first night, and they didn't show up for breakfast the next morning? Where was the report then? Yeah, it's amazing how reports and memos disappear, isn't it? Speaking of memos, think about this, Dave. Three months ago, the then-FBI director, Comey Toast, as I called him, I guess he's called Comey Toast now, but he meets with Trump following their private conversation. Well, what does a good lawyer do, Dave? Comey probably did what he always does. He wrote a memo to himself about the conversation because that's what a lawyer does routinely. But conveniently, after Comey was fired, Dave, the memo magically surfaces in a very inflammatory New York Times hit piece alleging that Trump asked Comey to, what, cover up the Michael Flynn investigation? This is the problem that I have, Dave. Under the law, guess what? Comey's required to immediately, immediately inform 
the DOJ of any kind of attempt to obstruct justice by any person. And guess who that includes? The president of the United States. So a failure to do so, Dave, would result in criminal charges against Comey. And oh, yeah, guess what? He'd also lose his license to practice law. So here's the million dollar question, Dave. If Comey believed that Trump attempted to obstruct justice, did he comply with the law by reporting it to the DOJ? Guess what? There's not a shred of evidence that he ever reported anything like that. And he's duty bound to it. Surely if he had some kind of incriminating information, I mean, that would make its way into the public forum by an indictment, at least, or an investigation. So if he accuses a president of obstruction, Dave, he places himself in legal jeopardy for failing to report it properly. But if he does clear Trump of wrongdoing, well, then he still sullies his own image. But here's the deal. This isn't Comey's only rodeo where he was lying. He was lying to Congress about the Trump surveillance. Let's not forget he falsely denied the surveillance. Oh, no, there's no wiretapping going on. No surveillance. No, nothing to see here, folks. And let's not forget he lied about Huma Abedin's forwarding to her husband, Anthony Weiner. Remember, he told the Senate Judiciary Committee, oh, yeah, there was hundreds of thousands. But then he told ProPublica, oh, he only forwarded a handful of those emails. This guy was incompetent. He can't be trusted. He's had a track record of lying. And now we're supposed to trust this guy with this? Yeah, not likely. This is an outrage, Dave. Well, it is. I mean, ultimately, what we're asked to believe now is that Trump committed obstruction of justice, but then Comey committed obstruction of justice by not reporting the obstruction of justice by Trump. <laughs> right. and, and it's 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 comical. Like, who's on first? This is a Laurel and Hardy routine. Yeah. Did Colonel Jessup order the code red? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did Comey order the? Yeah. I I, I hear you. Listen, I, I got something else I want to throw on the table here. I wrote an article on Monday, uh, the 15th of May. It was basically Putin and Trump are teaming up against child sex trafficking. And I had on uh, Liz Crokin, who's a terrific researcher in this area, fired by town hall because she was too close to the truth. And uh, now is writing for the Data Caller. But she came on my show Sunday night. And Sheila, what she said was stunning. And she said that Trump and Putin were hooking up against child sex trafficking. And I had a, an aha moment on the show. I could hardly contain myself because I thought, if Liz is right, this explains why the Russian allegations won't stop because the deep state has to keep Trump and Putin apart on this issue. So they have to drive them apart by accusing Trump basically of treason for uh, teaming up with Russia over the election. So I went and researched it. And I'll be darned if I didn't find that every word that Liz said was true. I found quote after quote after quote from Vladimir Putin condemning the United States, the Western elite, Western governments for facilitating and encouraging child sex trafficking. He even used the word satanic in some of his descriptions. And in the article, I provided four quotes from four different publications, I could have provided 40, but I didn't want a 10,000 word article. And then I went to look to see, well, is the same true for Trump? Was he reciprocating on the other side, equivalent to Putin? And lo and behold, he was. And I, that's when I had the aha moment where Trump and Putin are basically trying to clean up this part of the world. This is why they're cooperating. They want to cooperate on terrorism. And now Trump's in trouble for this. Oh, he revealed state secrets without one shred of proof being offered. 
And now they want to do the deep state pedophilia issue. And, and this is why Trump is facing what he's facing. But if I were Trump, I'd be employing the same strategy. If you want to regain the Pentagon and foreign policy, because he has no control over what's going on right now with foreign policy, if you want to regain that, you have to neutralize the deep state. And how do you neutralize them? And I'll go back and I'll say this. The deep state's kryptonite is child sex trafficking. The American public may not understand and care about free trade agreements and the loss of jobs and how the Federal Reserve manipulates our money and keeps us in debt bondage. The average person can't understand that. They don't have the experience or the expertise. But they sure as hell can understand when their kids are snatched off the streets and they end up in a child sex trafficking ring. This could be the catalyst towards total revolution against the deep state because it ain't Congress. And right now, it's really not Donald Trump yet who's running this country. It's the deep state running this country. And if we want to overthrow these bastards, getting to the heart of child sex trafficking, naming names, and supporting Donald Trump and prosecuting these people, that's how we reclaim our country. Well, and I don't think people understand how satanic these people are. You know, these Jeffrey Epsteins of the world, these Podestas. You also believe, Dave, there's a, a link, and I found this fascinating, between Pedogate and organ theft. There's a connection there, you believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Going back to Jeffrey Epstein, you know, Clinton's longtime associate and the flight log records have him going to his sex island with children constantly. But when they hunt these kids in these hunting parties, so first you have to remember, and I'm sorry, people, it sounds so disgustingly um, graphic, but there's no other way to tell the story. Having sex with the kids and then turning them loose, hunting them down, killing them, and then they excise the organs when possible, and they all share in the profits. And some of these organs stay off the record is what I've learned. And this is how people like David Rockefeller live to be 101 because they don't have to wait in line for the organs other people die waiting for. Yeah, it's just unthinkable. You know, we don't even want to know what kind of perverted, sick, twisted, bohemian, grove-style sacrifices they're doing with these kids. Oh, and FYI, folks, Bohemian Grove is real. The creme de la creme of skull and bones, the who's who of the global elite, they don't go off to this 2,700-acre campground located deep in the forest of California that's highly secluded and highly guarded just to belong to a men's art group, folks. Like, that's just common sense. You know what they do to children, what they portray to children? I mean, look at this disgusting, absolute straight-from-the-pit-of-hell new video from Katy Perry that little girls, little children are watching this Satanism rendition of her new video, Bon Appetit. That is spirit cooking on steroids. If you go watch that, it is absolutely so disturbing. I mean, glorifying spirit cooking. I mean, look at how much WikiLeaks has uncovered some of these sick, disgusting, twisted, perverted weirdos. And speaking of WikiLeaks, don't you find Seth Rich, the now deceased DNC staffer's death, really interesting timing in all this? Um, I find it more than interesting. It's part of a big cabal. This is I've interviewed John Robertson, who uh, spent a lot of years working in Hollywood, you know, producing and so forth. And and I had John on two different occasions on my show, and we talked about pedophilia in Hollywood. It, it's it's rampant. It's in so many aspects of our lives, and it's been pretty well hidden. Although, Sheila, if we go back in history, and I actually wrote an article about this recently, too, 
where I paid tribute to some of the people who really helped bring this issue to light. Ted Gunderson, former L.A. FBI chief. Uh, and then you've got uh, Nick Bryan, who wrote The Franklin Scandal. Nancy Schaefer, former Georgia state senator who was murdered to cover up her part of the investigation into CPS trafficking kids into these rings. Um, th- these people did start the ball rolling. But right now, we have a real opportunity because we don't have a sliver of light looking into this crime. It, it's, it's omnipresent. It's everywhere. I, I, I'm telling you, Sheila, if we could stay on this as a public, as an American public and not let go of this, the deep state will crack. But I will tell you something else that I think we need to mention here. Seth Rich, we find out now it wasn't Russian hackers working for Trump that transferred 44,000 Clinton emails to WikiLeaks with 18,000 attachments. It was Seth Rich. And what did this whistleblower get? He got shot. But here's what people aren't asking. And I wrote this in the article. No one's asking the question, what would cause someone to commit treason against his own people? And that's what Seth Rich did. What did he find in those emails that was so darn upsetting that he had to share it with WikiLeaks and then he paid for it with his life? Well, there's only one thing that comes to mind. I mean, look at selling uranium to the Russians did not send Hillary to prison. Illegal campaign financing didn't put Hillary in prison. Uh, Using private server for national security emails did not send her to prison. So what was it that was so sensitive that the deep state had to murder Seth Rich for for the revelation of these 44,000 emails. Well, there's really only one major topic left that's been in the news, and that's child sex trafficking. So that's why he was murdered. And again, this is why they're going after Trump, because Trump knows to defeat the deep state, he's discovered what I have discovered, and that is their vulnerability is child sex trafficking. And if he needs to get control of this government, he needs to bring him down using this vehicle. And Seth Rich is actually proof positive to Trump's notion that he's going about this the correct way. But I will tell you this, Sheila, Roger Stone came out with a warning today, and he said Trump better fear for his life. I couldn't agree more because these allegations against Trump are going to go nowhere at the end of the day. There's no proof. There's no substance. Of course, they can fabricate evidence, but I don't think that'll go anywhere. I don't think anything is going to happen to Trump in terms of impeachment So what's the next option? Well, they can try to get him on mental health for the 25th Disability Amendment Clause. I don't think that'll go anywhere. The only option they have left is the JFK option. And I do agree with Roger Stone. Trump is at the precipice right now. We got Wiener and Abedin ready to go state's evidence. Comey could go state's evidence because when his bullcrap collapses, he's going to be standing naked is the man, the head of the FBI, that protected the child sex traffickers, including, most notably, Hillary Clinton. He'll go state's evidence. What will the deep state do at that point? they got to kill him. they got to kill Trump. Well, and we pray that doesn't happen. That's why we've really got to pray here. And, of course, Putin's even coming to the aid of Trump. Putin himself is calling this whole witch hunt schizophrenic. Are people even really buying this Russian rhetoric anymore? Oh, Russia did it. You think people are really buying this anymore, Dave? Well, there is some logic to it. And let me explain. It's backwards logic. The CIA and Hillary Clinton created ISIS. That's been well established by people like Scott Bennett. And we could go on and on. But that's there's too much water under the bridge to say that that's not true. 
And now you've got the Russians and the Americans through the Trump administration meeting on how to deal with terrorism. Well, that automatically puts them in conflict with the deep state. That's automatic right there. This is why they're calling it treason. It's treason against them. It is treason. But it's not treason against the Constitution of the American people. You see, you have to ask yourself, who's the sovereign here? Who's really running the country? So Trump is guilty of treason against the deep state. There's no question. But he's not guilty of treason against the American people. That's the distinction. And the problem that Trump has politically right now is he needs Russian testimony to bail him out of the fact that he's not friends with the Russians. That's like criminal number one saying to criminal number two, hey, tell him I really didn't do it. That's the problem that Trump has right now from a credibility standpoint with the public. And he's in a bit of a catch-22 now, and it's a pretty clever plot concocted by the deep state to lock Trump into a corner. But the bottom line is, and this is what I think this is all headed to. I'm going to jump 10 moves ahead, okay? This, we're going to the end of the chess game. I do not think Trump is going to survive four years. But that doesn't mean the Trump movement doesn't survive. And, and here's what I'm talking about. Venezuela is probably the worst place on the planet to be right now. The average person has lost uh, 20 pounds in the last three weeks. Uh, there's total violence and chaos. And if you can get food at some store, it's an adventure getting home with it. And it's absolutely horrendous. You got Maduro, who's a CIA implant into running Venezuela, is ruling it with an iron fist. But here are some rays of hope. And here's what it, this means for us. When Trump is taken from office, regardless of the method, there'll be civil disobedience and discord in this country like we have never seen. It'll make the 60s protests against Vietnam look like playground material. But when we look into Venezuela, a couple of things. One, Hillary Clinton set that up when she's Secretary of State because Hugo Chavez was defying the New World Order, uh, doing various things, and calling Bush El Diablo, defying American deep state power. And so she punished Venezuela by lining up food embargoes against the country. And that's why they're in the mess they're in. And they can't unload their oil because they're embargoed on that point, too. That was set up by Hillary Clinton. Now, here's the ray of hope in Venezuela. It was announced last week that members of the Venezuelan military are defecting and they're joining with the people. Right. And this is human nature. Your combat troops in any country come from the rank and file of the population. And they're going to identify with the rank and file of the population. They think they're there to actually fight to protect them. And they're going to protect them. And this will happen in America. And add to the fact that we have 7 million men of fighting age who are veterans in this country, capable of knowing how to wage warfare. And yes, you're hearing me correctly, Sheila. I'm telling you, this will culminate in a civil war. I've written about this before uh, on a number of occasions, and I don't see how it's not going to happen. And I want to preface this with your audience who may not know me. I'm a committed Christian who's dedicated to nonviolent change. But because I say that there's going to be a civil war doesn't mean I'm advocating for it. It means this is the natural course of events that I see coming, given my knowledge of history and understanding of current events. And this is going to happen here. I do believe if I were to wave my crystal ball in front of the, the world, I'd say this is what's coming. Trump's going to be taken down because he's getting too close to the, the truth. It threatens the deep state establishment. And then the American people are going to rise up and there's going to be a counter backlash against the American people and the military is going to start defecting. But this also explains why so much of our military is out of the country. We're increasing troops in Afghanistan, the Russian border, sent troops back into Iraq. We have three naval task forces off the coast of Korea. Um, 
They don't want, the deep state does not want rank-and-file combat troops in America because they understand this human tendency as well. I mean, things, we're in for a wild ride, Sheila. I don't see how we get out of this without major bloodshed. Well, I think the people have to step up to the plate here. Like, I wonder, David, people actually realize this is a major red alert. This is an attempted political coup that's now taking place in D.C. with an effort to impeach Trump for some ridiculous fabrication of obstruction of justice. This is a high-priority alert, Dave. When you have the Washington Post, we both know they've now been exposed as a CIA propaganda front company. And the New York Times, of course, a fiction-pimping anti-American ragtag owned by, what, a Mexican nationalist. You've got them teaming up and trying to impeach and indict President Donald J. Trump after 100 days. I mean, this is, you said four years he wouldn't make it. He's barely making it four months. And that's where I really believe as Christians, Dave, we also have to step up spiritual warfare too, because I'll tell you what. Oh, I'm we're, glad you said that. We're, we're in a battle. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, we're in a battleground. This is not a playground, Dave. No, this, we are in an all-out war. And I have made that statement. Um, this Pedigate issue is the turning point in this war. If they're able, the other side's able to sidestep this and avoid it, it'll be business as usual as we march towards the new world order and ultimately 90% depopulation of the planet, which is their stated goal that's in writing. If we're able to confront this head on and have the courage that it will take to stand up to this evil, then we might be able to push, I think, the end times that we're approaching back for another generation. Well, and what is the one nemesis to evil, Dave, really, when you think about it? It's Christianity. And so when Trump has stood up for Christians, going against the 501c3, going against the Johnson Amendment, going after pedophiles, boy, I'll tell you what, that perked the ears of the deep state. And it's been nonstop slamming this guy since then. So really what Donald Trump has done with all this is really given them the three-pronged death blow, really. Yes, it is. And he had a plan coming in, and this is clearly the plan. What's disturbing to me about Trump, though, and I I probably overreacted to this in print. In fact, I probably didn't. I did overreact to this in print. I think I blame Trump for things that he yet does not have control over. But he does have control over what I'm going to be telling you about. Jared Kushner is George Soros, is one of his closest business allies right now. They, they intertwine hundreds of billions of dollars of business deals. And that brings in the president's daughter. And I think he's letting his family ties cloud his judgment as president. Kushner needed to be never in the White House, ever, ever. Trump had to know what his affiliations and associations were. And I don't care who he's married to. I don't care if it is your daughter. Trump had a responsibility of the country to put the country first. And the fact that Jared Kushner is still taking up residence in the White House is a real problem for me. And if daddy's little girl is a traitor to daddy, then it needs to be exposed. Uh, but Kushner has to be gone, and Don, that's Donald Trump's big failing. And see, Kushner's the one who's controlling foreign policy from all the information I'm getting. He's calling the shots on Korea. He's calling the shots for everywhere else. In fact, I wrote an article about this about oh, 10 days ago, Sheila, and I said, North Korea, when is North Korea not really about nuclear weapons? It's not. They're not sophisticated enough. I mean, could they do damage and sneak something in, maybe? But they'd be a parking lot. It'd be stupid for them to do it. What is North Korea really about? Well, they're one of three nations that isn't under Rothschild banking cartel control. And who are the other ones? 
Cuba's one. They'll be dealt with last. And Iran. And Iran is upsetting the petrodollar by selling oil for gold as part of the BRIC nations. And the way into Iran is through Syria. So isn't it interesting that all our war fronts right now have to do with nations who are under Rothschild banking cartel control? And this is Jared Kushner. Because where would this have come from? George Soros. Who's he affiliated with? The Rothschilds. They're dominating our foreign policy right now. They're dominating our military for their own ends with these made-up bogus reasons. And Donald Trump made an error in judgment when he bombed in Syria. Uh, everyone knows that chemical weapons attack was a false flag attack, same as the one in 2013. And that's because Donald Trump's not getting good intelligence. Donald Trump is left out of the loop militarily and with foreign policy. And the way to undo that is to march Jared Kushner out the door tomorrow. Well, and isn't it very frightening to think of Jared Kushner to play a key role in the overall of the Trump team? Breitbart's got a story up right now that Mr. Super Advisor expected to play a key role in the overhaul of the president's team. But think about this, Dave. There's an attempted political coup d'etat now taking place in D.C., with this whole effort to impeach Trump for this fabricated obstruction of justice, I don't know if people understand this, Dave, but we're talking about a coup d'etat here. It's a coup d'etat of our civil liberties. It's a coup d'etat of our right to have a living. It's a coup d'etat of our Christian religion. It's a coup d'etat of our children's future. It's a coup d'etat of every aspect that average Americans hold to be true. And what I'm calling on right now, uh, if I can borrow a phrase from the Middle East, is a jihad against the deep state with child sex trafficking. And here's what the listening audience can do. You know, we don't expect you to go out and investigate, but if you do, share with us, please, and we'll help you get it out. But what you really could do to help us is every time you see a YouTube video, every time you hear a broadcast like this or an article on the Common Sense Show, forward it to as many people as you can. And, and some of them are going to say, oh, that's crazy, that's nuts. But you're going to open some eyes. And I'm telling you, people in the listening audience, please hear me. This isn't your typical New World Order issue. This is an issue that transcends all bounds of human existence. The normal human protective emotion takes over when it comes to our children. And when we find that our children are being demonized and threatened by an unholy group, People will rise up against that. We can mount an army of epic proportions against the deep state. But to do that, we got to raise awareness. And the people listening to this broadcast can do their job by sharing everything on the subject they can find with their social media groups. It is really important for people to share because so many people have drunk the Kool-Aid. There's so many people that are not aware of what's going on. And, you know, I got to say, Dave, this time that we are living in, when I look at all these headlines... When I step back and take a macro view, I really do feel like I am in the twilight zone. Do you feel that way? I, I, it's like I've woken up in a bad dream. It's like I've walked into a different planet. It's, it's, this is not the country that I grew up in. It certainly isn't the one I want to hand off to the younger generation. It's very, very distressing. And I can see why many people feel that we're under God's judgment because we're so hedonistic and the good people won't stand up. I mean... You know, God at one time before he destroyed entire cities, he said, can I find 10 good men? And can we find 10 good men today? And honestly, to change this country, 
we need about 10 million good people. Absolutely. It's time for people to stand up, speak up, show up. Apathy is killing us here, Dave. I'm reminded of the the incredible quote of Edmund Burke. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. The abhorrent apathy and indifference, Dave, it is just heart-wrenching. Apathy is our worst enemy right now. Well, I think the apathy really comes from people just feel like they're up against this ginormous, monumental city hall. They think you can't fight city hall. I mean, we're we're up against a lot. We've got surveillance state. We're all getting data mined into oblivion and surveilled. It's 1984 on steroids here. Facebook and Google data mining you into oblivion. All this data collection, they want us uploaded to the global brain, the transhumanist agenda, the serfdom by stealth. And hey, if you speak out against it, Guess what, Dave? I think you've had a little too much to think, sir. I mean, this is Stasi-style censorship. Stasi-style is a very good way to put it. Absolutely no question. Speaking of the Stasi, and, and just to show you how this mentality permeates into other areas, we get away from child sex trafficking, but even when you send your kids off to college, they're not safe. I reported a few days ago, I think it was on Sunday, that the University of Arizona in Tucson has hired for $10 an hour social justice warriors to go out and spy on fellow students and report students with dangerous views and attitudes. Wow. They've taken down the website at the university because of the intense public scrutiny. I saw that today. They said, we'll be back soon. But they were actually advertising for social justice warriors. And it just shows you how upside down this world is. I mean, when I went to college back in the late 70s, I was someone who felt that I could walk into a political science class or a sociology class and share different views, and we could debate them like reasonable people, and we did. We had disagreements with our professors. No one took it personally. We just It was a matter of our education. Now, today, you must say what the man says, and if you don't say what the man says— Climate change is real. Forget the facts. We don't need facts. Uh, if you don't do that, then you're putting your grade in jeopardy. At the Arizona State University, where they have a program called sustainability, it's an undergraduate and graduate program. I've talked to many students who have gone through this program, and they tell me, you better drink from the Kool-Aid or you'll be out of the program very quickly. And I said, you mean you're not allowed to, to kind of pick and choose the avenue you want to go? No, you have to embrace the whole philosophy. And it's straight down from Al Gore. And this is, this is how this deep state mentality is permeating across the country. I mean, it's in every aspect of our lives, from homeowners associations. Hey, we'll tell you when you can water and what kind of plants you can have. And no, you can't park your work truck in the driveway. Uh, you, it, this is just every aspect of our lives is now being controlled. We live in a control freak society right now. The Constitution is on life support. It exists, for the most part, only on paper. I mean, we have judges striking down Donald Trump's ability to control immigration, which the Constitution gives him the power to do. So we're not even following our own rules out of the court systems. We're a mess, Sheila. We have lost our country. There is no America to fight for right now. It's an America that has to be reclaimed. Well, just as you mentioned Al Gore, guess what? I was just talking on his show today. He's re-engineering the world with a $15 trillion carbon tax. So not only does fat Albert Gorey, the only green he likes is cash, by the way, 
It's not just nauseating Dave that he's coming out with his new Inconvenient sequel, but now his pal Bill the End is Nigh guy is coming out with, you know, saving the world, indoctrinating little children about the end is nigh, the sea levels are rising 20 feet by next week. I mean, Al Gore just two weeks ago, his newly created Energy Transitions Commission released a document setting forth a fool's errand pathway to decarbonate the world's energy systems because the debate's over. The the science is settled, remember. There is no science. You know, let me close with this, the Galileo story. I, I used to talk to my students when I taught research and statistics at the university level. I used to talk to them about how far we've come in our scientific knowledge and our approach to inquiry. And I told the Galileo story. Where Galileo said, hey, guess what, boys and girls, we're not really the center of the universe. And the Catholic Church had a fit and wanted to put him on trial for heresy. And he said, really, guys, I'm not trying to go against the church. You come to my observatory, and I'll be happy to prove it to you. So the Catholic cardinals all went to the observatory. And as they leaned over his telescope, they covered their eyes. So later they could truthfully say, I hadn't seen a thing. Well, that story now is tame compared to the scientific obfuscation of the facts that's going on today with climate change and virtually any other thing you want to talk about. The truth is the first casualty of the deep state movement. And I'm warning the people in the listening audience, if you don't stand and deliver now, you'll have nothing left to fight for tomorrow. And you know where you can start, folks? Because we are in an all-out war to the death here. It's a spiritual battle. There is no political solution for a spiritual problem. Where does the fight start? It starts in your prayer closet. Find some Christians that are interested in praying with you. Find a home group. Forget these mega churches. And I always say to people, here's a good litmus test. Ask your pastor about the New World Order. And if he says it's a conspiracy theory, find a new pastor. If your pastor is not preaching the word of God, any other gospel, get out of that church, folks. It is time. But it's really time that we stepped up our spiritual warfare game. That is really important right now. So find some like-minded folks in your area. Start your own home group. I think that's where we're headed anyway. So, Dave, it's always a pleasure to have you on the program and weigh in on the insane asylum circus ridiculous of the world. It is all out crazy town, and we really need to be praying for Trump. Really be praying for Trump, people. You heard what Dave said earlier. The deep state wants to kill him. Our prayers are going to be so important right now. We need to stand in the gap for the nation and repent. Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people, he didn't say the world. He said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. It starts with us, folks. It starts with us. Dave, for the new listeners that might not know, do give out your website and let folks know how they can find your handiwork. Well, you can listen to our radio show on Sunday nights. And you can listen to it live on our website. We're on six different networks, but the easiest way is to go to thecommonsenseshow.com at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, and it has a Listen to Dave live button there, and you can click that on and listen. We also have a YouTube channel by the same name, heavily censored, of course, and we have my website, thecommonsenseshow.com. Sheila, thanks for letting me share that information, and it's always great being with you. Thanks, Dave. Folks, that was Dave Hodges from The Common Sense Show. Again, bookmark his website, thecommonsenseshow.com, and do tune in to his show Sunday nights. I do want to remind you to like my social media. Go 
Follow me on Twitter. Like my Weekend Vigilante Facebook page. And again, just to reiterate, subscribe to my YouTube channel. We had some glitches in the month of April, so I couldn't send out a newsletter. But I want to start doing three newsletters a month. So make sure that you are signed up for my free e-newsletter. All that information is over at my website, weekendvigilante.com. Got some exciting things planned on the horizon. Tomorrow on the program, Dr. Michael Heiser reversing Herman. It's going to be very exciting. Don't miss it. Thanks for tuning into the broadcast. Good night and God bless.